everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from snowy Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, yeah. uh, the white horse has ridden. It is rising. It's it's yeah. galloping into town. Yes, exactly. That fiery-footed steed. And its name is Mitt. Yeah, uh, we'll be talking and possibly, brace yourselves, praising Mitt Romney. Yeah, you all know. You know, you know but already. it's just like one of those things where it's like, what? What do we, we have to say nice things? <laughs> now we like Mitt Romney? About mittens? Really? Huh. Anyway. Huh. Okay. So that's where. Let's see how long that lasts. But <laughs> we're giving you the hot Mormon take. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a prophecy Mm. Uh, a folkloric sort of prophecy uh, that I, a lot of Mormons are very confused about right now. <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. <laughs> but before that. Before that, Dan. Yes? I've got a story that is going to, I think, maybe blow your mind. Maybe not. I'm, the world we live in. Here's the thing. I, I'm putting on the helmet anyway, just to be on the safe side. Protect the paint. In case. Protect the walls. In case my mind gets blue. <laughs> what do you got? I have the story of a uh, Malaysian uh, pilgrim okay. to Mecca. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, they do that. They do. The Muslims... Right, guts to go to Mecca. Go to go to Mecca. Now it's, it's nowhere of, near Hodge. It's, it's not, not it's, Hodge. It's not the right time of year for I, that. But I and I and I, someone would have to clarify, you know, for me, if if a pilgrimage outside of Hodge counts uh, toward your your uh, Muslim dance card to heaven. Right, right. It, like, it obviously isn't as good. No matter what, it's not as good. Yeah. If you, but, don't, if you don't do proper Hodge, but, but anyway, but anyway, um, a uh, actually a trans woman, oh, pilgrim, oh, okay, right. This that might not go so, so well. That got, that got your attention, yeah, right. Um, uh, who has been arrested? Boom, wearing female clothing, okay, in Mecca, and this is causing quite the diplomatic. A uh, problem, yeah, for both Saudi Arabia and Malaysia, yeah, because they're not cool with the trans issue. No, neither of those countries no, is okay. But Saudi Arabia just wants this woman to go home, right? And Malaysia <laughs> won't take her. No, it's not that far. Oh, okay. Um, but Malaysia wants to get to the bottom of. Uh, are are we talking actually about a trans person here? Interesting, right? Um, or, or, as opposed to just some... well, they're trying to get. Um, uh, so apparently, first of all, this person by the name of. Uh, Nur Sajat. Okay. Um, is something of an Instagram celebrity. Oh. With 1.4 million followers. That's no. That's nothing to sneeze right. at. Right. Um, and uh, she's a bit of a, you know, folk. She's a subject of controversy. Right. She's a bit way. of a firebrand. Or yeah, a, because of her flash gender identity. Yeah, right? exactly. And uh, in the Muslim she's, world, she's drawn some, you know, some. She's gotten the attention in the past of Malaysia's religious affairs minister. Okay. And they've been sort of like trying to get to the a bottom, the bottom of. Uh, of what her gender really is. Right. I mean, she's saying what it is, but they're not fully willing to accept well, here's the that prob- that's what it, here's her the problem. gender is. Uh, in a wildly patriarchal society, right? you'd believe a man, but then when they say that they're a woman, you stop believing them. <laughs> And then now we've got a conundrum on our hands because if in their minds she's a man, then they have to believe what it's a it's a catch twenty two. It is a catch twenty two. How do you even? Who knows what to believe at this point? It's a yeah. Uh, <laughs> but right now, 
she and uh, members of her tour group have been taken out of Mecca and <laughs> ominously, quote, uh, have been taken on a visit around Medina. Oh dear! A visit around Medina. That's uh, that's 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 code for something bad, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> and, th- and this is the part of Medina where we waterboard. <laughs> oh, God, shut up! How, what, I can't laugh at that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they definitely were not allowed to stay in Mecca because oh you know God. it's a holy city and you can't have and, a transgender and, pilgrim. Well, and here's the thing: she was wearing. A woman's big, long, totally covering robe instead of a man's big, long, totally covering robe. <laughs> Which, I mean, imagine the confusion. Well, there was makeup involved. Oh, well, I mean. She was wearing makeup and, you know. Was her hair covering? Her hair was covered. Well, then what the fuck, you guys? Men How? aren't allowed to cover their hair. But it's very confusing. <laughs> it's all very confusing. We perform our genders very specifically in our culture. <laughs> we don't know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this is a thing. I'm. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll, we're, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. But uh, Malaysia is. Everybody's flummoxed. I think the truth everybody's is just flummoxed. The truth is that we're here. in the age of information, and that means that like countries that are way less accepting than ours, and ours is not that accepting. Right. People feel emboldened because they see what's happening here, mm. and their countries are way not ready for that shit yet. Right. Yeah. And holy fuck, look, I got that. It there. She is braver than I am. No shit. That is just some scary shit. But wrap your head around. You're a trans person (laughs) in a completely Muslim society, right? And you now want to, as part of your your gender uh, identity, and 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 your your like how you're going to adopt that identity, right? Right. You're gonna cover your head, and you're gonna go to hot. Like you're, you're, you're participating, gonna, right? You're exactly. participating in the traditions of Islam. You're like I, as a faithful Muslim woman. I get it, right? I need to now oppress myself. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm diving in. I'm on board, you guys. Oh, yeah, not good enough. Okay. You, oh, I can't. You know, yeah, I'm not allowed to oppress myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to. Right. I'm consenting to it. Oh, my gosh. I know I'm bringing dishonor on my family. I'm going to be the one that kills me. Oh, my God. That was that, Dan. I'm crossing lines here, baby. Uh, Okay. Uh, Before anybody notices what I just said, I'll move on to our next story, Mm -hmm. which is uh, a triumph. International triumph. Okay. Thank God. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has announced the uh, the formation of the International Religious Freedom Alliance. It oh. An, it is a, a, a group of countries. 27 countries have signed on to this. Religion has always had such a hard time finding freedom. Yeah, well, it's just... I, it... It can be tricky. It can be tricky to find. I suppose certain practitioner, like certain Listen, minority faiths, have had their problems. If these, but mo- I mean, the idea of religion. If, if these motherfuckers' money was really where their mouth was, mm-hmm. they'd be looking pretty asconce at our own country right yeah. now. Uh, and it would be yeah, but uh, that's not where they're looking. Uh, and let's and don't get it twisted. It's not the cream of the country crop. That has signed on to this uh, to this little club. Oh boy! And by the way, club, I'll get to it. Not my word. I'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but besides the United States, uh, I think we bullied the U- the UK into joining up. <laughs> and then we've got you want a trade deal, right? Exactly. <laughs> Albania, Austria, Bosnia and Herzegovina, 
Brazil, Bulgaria, Colombia, Croatia, Czech Republic, uh, Estonia, Gambia, Georgia, Greece, Hungary, Israel, Kosovo, Latvia. Uh, this is the religious oppression group. <laughs> you you spotted a theme? <laughs> uh, they uh, they they issued their principles, uh -huh. a list of principles that included. Uh, a commitment to, and I'll quote, the right to hold any faith or, or belief or none at all, and the freedom to change faith. Now, those that's a good principle. Yeah. I'm pretty great with that yeah. as stated. So if they hold to that as their guiding light, fine. But here's what Pompeo had to say. Oh, boy. He was like, so the principles like, didn't... can I redact something? The principles didn't uh, call out any specific countries or whatever. Okay. But then Pompeo, in his remarks, mentioned the targeting of uh, religious minorities in... See if you can spot a theme here. Iraq, Pakistan, oh boy. Nigeria, and Myanmar. All of which are heavily Muslim countries. Right. Uh, and so... And yes, most of the uh, targeting of minority religions that he's really concerned about, the minority religion is Christianity. Of course it is. Uh, maybe not Myanmar. Maybe they're talking about the Rohingya there or whatever. But, uh, but mostly we're talking about Christians and how terrible it is when a Christian gets, uh, <laughs> gets oppressed. That's the worst thing. It is the worst kind of oppression. Yeah. Um, the United States, Jesus I think, I think we've talked about it. I'm not sure if we've talked about it, but the U.S. has a, uh, what's, let me find his title. Um, a, what? Uh, it's, uh, ambassador at large for, inter for international religious freedom, uh, which is one Mr. Sam Brownback. If you recognize that name, it's because he's the architect of the Kansas, uh, uh, the Kansas experiment. He was the uh, the governor of Kansas who enacted, who put his money where his conservative mouth was and enacted the most, like the perfect, fully uh, uh, conservative uh, trickle-down economic... Uh, oh, disaster. Yeah. He bankrupt Kansas. Yeah, he basically yeah. said, we're going to run the experiment, the actual conservative experiment. Yeah. We're going to give tax breaks to everybody. Yeah. We're going to... And basically, he ruined he his bankrupted, state. He like, literally bankrupted. I mean, maybe not literally, but, but almost. But yeah. As much as, as close to bankrupt as a state could possibly be. Right. Kansas the, did it. The shot, you know, the adrenaline shot to the heart of their economy didn't quite take. Apparently. No, of course it, it ruined everything. Anyway, he is now the ambassador at large for international religious freedom uh, for oh. the United States of America, and he said, "quote uh, the he said we want nations that respect religious freedom in their own country." Obviously, oh. Uh, he this is he's talking about who would who they want to join this group. He said, ah. "We want nations that respect religious freedom in their own country, obviously act that way, and then are willing to push religious freedom in the in, in international venues." So this is the activist club of countries. Great, he they've got a club, a club. <laughs> well, you know, are there are there uh, is there a Dues. There's secret handshakes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they they meet up in a treehouse. <laughs> I think they probably have a drum circle at one point. Yeah, somebody you know, no girls allowed. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, the Texas Attorney General Dan. Yeah. Uh, has announced. That he is not going to defend a state agency in a gay marriage lawsuit. Oh. Uh, and he is uh, citing his own beliefs on gay <laughs> marriage as the reason why he refuses to defend the state agency. Okay. The state agency is the Commission on Judicial Misconduct. 
Okay. Not. I don't. I don't sense a problem here. No. Uh, they uh, had uh, issued a non-binding, have you, <laughs> warning to a justice of the peace by the name of Diane Hensley, who was refusing to uh, marry gay people. Yeah, I think we we talked about her. Did I, we? I think a few. Yeah. Well, this is a <laughs> development. Is she suing? She is suing. Uh huh. Ten thousand dollars. For ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Wow, a whopping ten uh, grand. That's the damages, right? The uh, her for for violating her religious freedom. Okay. And for discouraging her from officiating weddings. Okay. That's the damage, Dan. And so and so her little feelings are hurt. Her little yeah. And so he's but but she's being a religious bigot, right? And not fulfilling the duties of the office that she is that she holds and this guy's like rolling over for her and this guy's saying yeah i'm not i'm not i yeah great your your lawsuit against this state agency that i am responsible that's what attorney Gen that's one of the things attorney generals do yeah they represent the state the state right so when right. the state gets Actually, sued i think it is the thing yeah they do yeah right <laughs> it's his job <laughs> that's what to do do your job um and but no no um because apparently this lawsuit or, or he the the actions i'm sorry of this commission uh can conflict with his views of the constitution he <laughs> says we believe judges retain their right to religious liberty when they take the bench yeah yeah. Okay. No, you don't want to live in that country, dude. Oh my god. You do not want to live in that country. No. The judge has to still obey the laws of the country. Absolutely. And the, and the laws of the country are defined by a process. And if you don't like it, you still have to do your fucking job. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Uh by investigating and punishing Judge Hensley for acting in accordance with the commands of her Christian faith. The commission and its members have substantially burdened the free exer exercise of her religion with no compelling justification. <laughs> the only, I mean, he's right in the sense that the only real justification, and I don't see how anyone could call this compelling, is that uh, it would be, it would mean treating gay people like they were regular humans. Um, it would, n not, not even that, that they are equal under the law yeah which this is the law yeah these these people that's what they do yeah they You're work with the fucking law they're supposed to like yeah. like how the fuck where the fuck do they get off uh, right? well yeah okay so since we're talking about courtrooms and uh and that sort of thing i'm gonna take us to an arizona federal judge oh yeah okay who has uh ruled on a case that we talked about a while back okay now in the uh in the first case the uh this was this was where some Arizona uh, uh people uh residents that's the word Arizona people people who live in Arizona <laughs> whatever the word is I like I'm an Arizona person I'm an Arizona person it's like a Florida <laughs> man only it's different uh some Arizona residents had been charged with a crime uh-huh for going out and leaving food and water for migrants who had crossed the border. <laughs> um, they were part of the of a group that's affiliated with the Unitarian Universalist Church of Tucson called... Littering, right? Didn't they get them on littering? I think, yeah, and some other things. <laughs> so things too. No, so, so their group is called No More Deaths slash No Mas Muertes. Mm. And uh, they, you know, basically as part of their... Uh, their faith they thought it was their responsibility to go out and make sure that people didn't die just because they wanted to being good human beings yeah yeah exactly like right sure arrest them I, if you want the lesson to lesson i i would hope that religious people learn it's being good people i mean that's what you want them to learn taking care well, of we're not know. in that time in history <laughs> that's not the moment we're in frank the moment of history that we're currently in is the, the the central message of Christianity is I got mine. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, because Jesus's message really was about tighter borders. I think that was this, oh, yeah. that was no, that was clearly. I think he said on the Sermon of the Mount, "Blessed are the border patrol, for they shall inherit uh, their their own country, their own country." <laughs> Um, with, with no immigrants. Anyway, a, a federal judge has now reversed the convictions of these uh, four faith-based volunteers, saying that they, uh, citing RIFRA, the, uh, the, what is it, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Oh, okay. And saying that this, uh, that f- telling them they can't do this places a substantial burden on the free exercise of their religion. Oh, I don't like where we're going. No, I fucking like. I, no. I, I I like that these people who are doing good just you know got this case thrown out. I yeah. don't like where this is going. No, Rifra is a bad law. Yeah, Can we just say Rifra is a terrible law, and it and it ever since ninety three when it was passed, it's like not... how can we live in a country where laws apply differently to different people? Yeah, based on your beliefs, based like, on your sincerely held belief, and somebody gets fucking ridiculous. Somebody else has to decide if your belief is sincere enough, and then if it is, oh well, I guess that law doesn't apply to you. It's fucking ridiculous. All right, Dan. Even if it goes our direction, it's bad. Yeah, law. Absolutely. You know? um, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Another court ruling. Uh-oh. Dan. This oh. time from Germany. Ooh. Um, are you familiar with a Judensau? Young Sau? S-A- How do you spell that? Uh, S-A-U. So it, it's a Jew's pig. Oh, oh, oh Juden. Yeah, Juden. Not, I wasn't thinking Jugen, but yes. Judensau. Jews pig. Jews pig. Are Jews familiar? not traditionally known for their pigs. No. Okay. No. No, I'm not familiar that's kind with of the point. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this. This is, this is an old tradition oh, in Germany. You, I, I'm not gonna like this. Uh, the 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 the, the dates back to the 13th century. Okay. Uh, or at least the one that we're talking about here. Um, it's a uh, bas relief. Oh. Right. On a church. Oh, it's an image in okay. uh, Wittenberg. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it uh, depicts, oh my God, this sentence is amazing. It depicts a rabbi peering into a pig's anus while other figures suckle from its teats. The other figures are also Jews. Oh. Um, and these are these are found on typically on sides of churches. Oh my God. From my understanding. It's this horrific anti-Semitic image um, carved... Uh, in in again in stone, placed up fairly high. This one's four meters, um, above uh, you know up. Uh-huh. Right? And there's a uh, an upset, uh, Jewish member of the community. Okay, yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> who's saying maybe it's time this gets taken down? Yeah, maybe at some point tradition isn't a good enough reason to leave. A horribly awful okay. discriminatory so, thing up. Um, and he's saying, I don't actually want it destroyed. I oh. actually want it on display. Yeah. I want this in a museum. Yeah. With context. Placed into the proper context. Um, but I but it needs to be out of view from the public. Sure. A compromise of sorts was actually uh, achieved back in the 80s uh, where the community decided to put sort of a, a prominent plaque below the the this the Judensau, uh-huh. um that sort of that does what he's asking which is places it in in historical context sure right? that it explains what it is um it talks about the oppression of the jews okay in, in europe sure um i think it said something even about uh, martin luther you know, okay. Um, because what's also important about uh, this particular church, yeah, is that Martin Luther actually preached there. I was going to say um, Luther was in Wittenberg, wasn't yeah. he? And he this this is this is the city where he on it wasn't this church, but where he actually nailed his theses. Right. This is the church this where he's not. Oh, the church. okay, but it's the it, same city. It's the same city. Right. Right. Okay. 
Um, but he definitely, he is known to, it is a known fact that he preached at this church. Oh my God. Um, and of course, Martin Luther was a horrific anti-Semite. Oh my God. Like one of his whole books was just like, yeah, how the Jews suck. Like he actually helped ease whatever consciences of the Jewish, or I'm sorry, of the German people, uh, during World War II and the Mm -hmm. attempted eradication of, of the of Jewish people. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Like you can look to, to Martin Luther for your, for your antisemitism for sure. Yeah. And so like, he probably loved that pig. Anywho. That's his favorite pig. That was his favorite pig. He loved that pig. Yeah. He, he pointed and laughed. You'll note that none of his theses were about like, let's get rid of these pigs. Yeah. I actually showed this to, uh, somebody at work today and was just like, can you effing believe this? And he goes, oh, they had memes back then, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. That is a... But it's, yeah. hor- it's horrendous. And, and, but it was actually an apt comparison because these were all over the place. Yeah. Right? And it was this... Everyone had a little funnier one. Everyone had a little different take. You know? But the, usually there was some rabbi. The other article that I read on this, because I, had a, I read a, a couple, uh-huh. um, it actually used the phrasing peeping into into the pig butt into the pig's butt oh my god i like uh, peeping is such a funny word um i just think you know when you're thinking about how you're going to sort of decorate your church your 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 edifice monument to god yeah a good joke as a fuck you to another faith is always going to be a great especially an oppressed minority yeah 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 i feel like you're gonna do great just if you know, just a little fuck you to the other guys is always gonna do good. Yeah, you know. All right. Keeps, well, keeps this, keeps uh, it's a light, lightens the mood. Yeah, sure. And otherwise, very keep it funny, baby. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Nothing like it. Uh, Franklin Graham, who uh, <laughs> I think the guys at the Scathing Atheist called him professional son of his dad. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Franklin Graham. Made some headlines this week. First of all, he had some complaints about the Super Bowl halftime show, which totally valid complaints. Those women were oppressing themselves. I don't know if you watched it. Shakira and J-Lo just just totally, uh, yeah. I didn't watch it. Were they in hijabs? Like, were they (laughs) wearing burqas? They were sexually exploiting themselves. I wouldn't ex- what I'm sorry during the Super Bowl halftime show. Indeed, indeed they were. There, there was those two millionaire ladies. Yeah, were up there shaking their bums. It was a, it was a, it was a horrifying. How? What? It's okay. I'm Don't worry. Shocked. Don't worry, Coach. We're not playing it, but Coach Dave's suing, so it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, look that up if yeah, you want to. But I've got a better story about Franklin Graham. Oh, uh, who was planning? A tour of the UK for... He is planning a tour of the UK for June. Yeah. Pride month. Now, oh, I don't know... If, month. I don't know if you know his particular views on the hemisexuals, <laughs> but uh, he's he's con. He's anti. He's not pro the gays, is all I'm saying. I thought he was one. Oh, no, I mean, I think you might be thinking of all of the other ones, but yeah, he might be too. Wasn't he the one that Franklin Graham? No, oh, no, no, you're thinking of other professional son I, uh, of his. Uh, yes, of his dad. Okay, I confused him. Um, oh, I know who you're talking um, about. Yeah, uh, okay. What's his name? Who are you thinking of? Uh, Falwell. Falwell. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was momentarily confused. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, anyway, Lindsey so- Graham. He's traveling to <laughs> no to Franklin to Graham. Franklin. Well, who's Franklin? Franklin. <laughs> Son of Billy Graham. Now, Billy Graham, you'll recall but from watching the show The Crown. I could have sworn that was Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Sylvester Graham, father of the Graham, Graham Cracker. <laughs> no, Franklin Graham. Stay on target. Focus. Focus. Focus up. Okay. Billy, his dad, quite popular in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Queen loved him. Anyway, yeah. Franklin decides he's going to come out to the UK. Yeah. Um, the UK has changed since his papa was touring around. Every single venue that he had booked uh-huh. has now dropped him. 
Wow. I think that's a total of eight venues uh, all over the UK. So curious, how does the preachings of Franklin Graham compare to the preachings of Billy Graham as far as like message? I doubt that Billy Graham would would have praised Vladimir Putin for his anti-gay laws. I'm guessing that's not where Billy would have okay. gone. Okay. Uh, but Franklin is a huge fan of hating queer people, so hmm. that's what's that that's what's pissed off people in the UK, yeah. and that is what has gotten him dropped. He he had he had venues booked in Birmingham, Newport, Glasgow, uh, wow. Sheffield, Liverpool, all over the place. All over, yeah. Except for London, where he has yet to find a place that even initially accepted him. Jesus he can't Christ. find venues for these things. It's kind of amazing. He's still planning on doing the tour. Maybe like a like a a uh, pub, a pub, or you know, like those meeting spaces at like Hilton Garden Inn. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's basically what you're down to now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. no! Oh poor. It's it's really rough. Poor Lindsay. Uh, yeah, the uh, the utilita u, uh, utilita arena in newcastle was the most recent venue and the last one to just go yeah and they were like is that sorry no us too well good on them he's looking into suing them i don't know if he has a case but uh <laughs> oh like go. breach of contract mm -hmm. or something like that okay yep oh, interesting well listen kids if you have uh if, if you know franklin graham and would like to defend him to us you could write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yeah go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist and click the like button it doesn't count unless you click like and while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in. And you know what, guys? Twitter. Twitter. There's twits. It, it's, it's, I'm willing to, like, really get behind this. I mean, we don't TGI have... TGI Atheist. That's at TGI Atheist. You can, like... We, we don't have trans Muslim numbers, but we've got some followers. <laughs> we want more. Follow us. Hey Dan. Hey. Uh we <laughs> we're going to be playing a clip that uh might need to come with a trigger warning. Yeah, this one's rough. This one's rough. I don't like this clip at all. No, um, it has Listen, Franklin Graham it. doesn't have a, a a a monopoly on hatred. And we're going to hear some Here's the thing. When Donald John Trump became the president of the United States of America. We knew it would be bad. Yeah. Because he was sending a message out to America, to the worst parts of America. Yeah. And they heard and, and they listened. Oh, so they're emboldened. And, and words uh, that I don't generally like. They're not. Uh, th and here's a word that, you know. In polite company is not used. No, indeed. And you, here's the thing. A lot of people blame Donald Trump for a lot of things where they can't actually, where it's just guesswork. We can't actually draw that line directly. We don't know how, you know, nobody's admitted it. <laughs> but a lot of the time you can just, they draw the line for you. Yeah. So here's a hateful person. Yeah. Who's a, a Christian minister. Good Christian minister. On the Dave... Coach Dave show on the Coach Dave. So you'll show. hear, but it's mainly about this the guest. Yes, you'll hear some Coach Dave. Coach Dave is just like yelling "Amen" from the, yeah. from the background. But um, yeah, yeah, not good. I'm going to do a world tour. The theme is faggots or maggots. The tour is inspired by the work of Donald Trump. This isn't satire. I'm serious. I started supporting Donald Trump early in 2016, in the primary season, for one reason: he insults his enemies. He makes things personal. He makes things personal that deserve to be personal. The mm. decades of leftists being the only ones allowed to make everything personal are over. It's long past time for wasp manners to take a back seat to the truth. Long past time. Mm. Faggots are indeed maggots. 
Maggots consume the rancid flesh of rotting dead things. Faggots are no different. The subtitle for my world tour in 2020 is Stump for Trump. We all need to stump for Trump or it's all going to be over. The tour will stay in America until the presidential election this fall. It will include a stop for prayer and repentance in all 50 states at the Capitol building of that state. I'm not coming to speak or preach like Franklin Graham did in 2016. I'm coming to lead Christians in prayer after repentance. I'll probably launch the tour in Washington, D.C. on June 26, 2020. That's my wedding anniversary, and it's also the anniversary of the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision that ended civil marriage in the United States. No, it didn't. We just think it did. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm beyond sick and tired of being told that I can't call sodomites faggots. For heaven's sake, why not? When are we going to tell the truth, I wonder? Well, Frank, for heaven's sake, why can't he just say it? Guess what? You always could. Yeah. You could say that word the whole time. <laughs> and there's a whole list of other words that we don't say that you can just say. You can say them. You're allowed to say the they, words. The words, but saying them comes with consequences. It just means you're an asshole. Social consequences. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that we're going to arrest you no it doesn't mean that we're going to do any you know there there are no yeah. legal consequences you're just a fucking dick yeah and now but now <clears throat> we know who you are yeah thank you yeah. for that yeah it's and, nice and uh no no thanks yeah <laughs> yeah uh i it, uh, that's horrible i hate this clip also like your metaphor really sucks. <laughs> I get I get that it rhymes, but like sometimes you need more than just because the problem is <clears throat> it'd be one thing just to say it. <laughs> right, right. But then when you try to draw it out, right, when, yeah, when, exactly. When you do try to actually make it a metaphor. Right. Right. No, it doesn't. It really falls apart. Right. As a slogan, <laughs> sure. I mean, it, it has a certain ring yeah. to it, right? Yeah, and sure. It, and it, uh, it really, um, it's, it's not clever. Those, you haven't gotten clever. No, but it makes it as, as a gay man, it does make me sick. And it's it, got impact. And it, and it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. And and it's it's really 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 you know whose disgusting. skin crawls maggots. You see what you just did? You fell into his trap. Oh my god! Hey, there's you a metaphor what? for you. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Here's what I need. I need a palate cleanser. And we oh, have and we so we have a fault. We have, don't worry. That wasn't the only audio we're gonna play today. <laughs> we're, we've got a twofer because because we need to get rid of what this that, one's this one's move, quick. That one just left. And uh, but and it's worth it. We'll just uh, we'll just point out. That sometimes they can't even hear themselves as they're talking. I don't care who you got. I don't care who you put up. You could put Jesus Christ up in the Democrat Party and he's losing this election. Because yep. that's how important what Donald Trump has done for us in the economy has done for America. All of these factors, it, they, they're like, I, I don't, I don't want to take a chance on Jesus. Hell no. I'm going to go over here with Donald Trump because he's a known factor. <laughs> What? Wow. You know, they, here's they the thing. hold Donald Trump in higher esteem than Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's well, and Jesus Christ was a pussy ass liberal, let me just tell you. And uh, they're starting to come to terms with that. They're start yeah, I think Christianity's kind of evolving past they're post Jesus Christianity right now. Trumpianity. Holy shit. It's uh they're we, Trumpians. They're literally Trumpians. We've got our own little Kim Jong-un up there. He's his own god. We don't need any more any other gods. Jesus <sighs> is, is irrelevant at this point. Good lord. They're just saying the things now. Before it was just sort of in the back of their minds somewhere clinking around. But now they're just speaking it all out loud. They don't even like Jesus that much. No, they, don't e they don't like Jesus. They're finally saying... The Christians are finally saying we don't like Jesus. Well, they've never liked biblical Jesus. They don't know they hate that guy. All you have to do guy. is drive through the Bible Belt and look at any of the billboards that they have up. Yeah, it's like muscular Jesus. It's like tough Jesus. It's like it's give me some guns and some gun Jesus. Yeah, you know, like it's not the Jesus of the Bible. No, the Jesus of the some, Bible was like some some tough guy 
strongman Jesus. Right. But when you and, when you hold so him, you actually have like you know a guy who's trying to be a strongman, right? Come yeah. along, and who's just like who who basically is gun Jesus, right? And stupid Jesus, and what? says hateful things, Jesus. Yeah, confirms oh. my biases, Jesus. I j- yeah, I just have to. Okay, well, we're gonna keep this Jesus guy around because I don't know what to do with Christianity if we don't. But that's our guy, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's literally, who we're following. Literally, when that's who when we're faced fall with down like, and worship, electing the person that they say is the most important person in their lives. When faced with like what that guy would actually do with a government, yeah. they're not okay with it. What? Yeah. And I I cannot wait for the first prayer to Trump. Oh Trump, oh, hear our voices. It is happening. It's clear. You know, that, because, I, mean, I mean, that's what that is. That's what all of them are doing. Trump, hear our voices. Oh my God, Trump, Trump, help us vanquish, you know, our 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 uh, our, our our gay foes, our, our enemies. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, wow, <laughs> it's crazy out there, kids. We're uh, bring an umbrella because it's 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 nuts out there. Yeah, it's it's raining. <clears throat> uh, Iguanas. Messiahs. <laughs> uh, we had some folks uh, communicate with us. <clears throat> yeah. Seth wrote in. He said, hey, Frank and Dan, Seth here, currently living in Nevada, Nevada but born and raised in West Virginia. Now, okay. Frank, Frank, you'll remember that last week I did a story about West Virginia, the governor of West Virginia, teaming up with uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. to say maybe we should annex... The parts of Virginia that aren't, oh, yeah. that didn't elect these he- godless heathen Democrats into the state. Yeah, and we might have said some things. We well, <laughs> here's the thing: I saw a number of reactions, uh, like on Facebook from yeah. West Virginians. Yeah, and they were all like, "Dude, you went easy on us." <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we try to be nice. Seth said. I don't think people in West Virginia will be happy about adding a county from Virginia. Not basing this on e- economics or anything like that, just purely on the aesthetics of the shape of the state. The extra county would be seen as like a pimple or a zit growing on the side of the state. <laughs> I also think a lot of people will be upset if West Virginia went from having 55 counties to 56. Well, that's <laughs> very just my, important, right? <laughs> to only have fifty-five. What you want is a multiple of five. They're easy. <laughs> oh, you can count. You 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 know you can just go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my two cents on the matter. To all the other West Virginians listening to the podcast, let's go Mountaineers. <laughs> Sincerely, Seth. <laughs> there you oh, go. Oh, golly gee. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a great state. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, we had a voicemail. Didn't we do we? have a voicemail, Dan. Hurrah! Um, a uh, a listener with some responses to things from the show. So I'm just going to play it. Oh, great! Hey guys, Barry from the Phoenix area here. I was wanting to just comment on a couple of things from the last couple of episodes. Uh, first being that uh, Christians don't really care about the environment because they want to hasten the end times. Um, you hit the nail on the head with the crazy uncle thing because my uncle who found Jesus uh, after a 12-year prison stretch actually told me that he believes that the Lord will provide us with all of the resources that we need until he no longer intends for the human race to continue. And once we start to run out of resources, that's the sign that the end times are near. And uh, there's nothing we can do about that, so we uh, shouldn't bother with trying to preserve the environment. Uh, Secondly, about Frank saying he had never heard a prayer like the one Paula White delivered, I did a little Google search and found that there are some Pentecostal churches in Salt Lake. So I would highly encourage both of you to go and check that out. I think you would find it highly entertaining. Uh, These are the type of churches where people, quote, catch the spirit and speak in tongues. The last time I went to one, a guy actually uh, started speaking in tongues and ran laps around the auditorium until he was so winded that he laid down in the aisle for the remainder of the service, all while having his hands still up praising Jesus. So I've um, never been to a Mormon service, but I think you'd find that uh, in high contrast and uh, very entertaining uh, compared to what you're used to seeing. 
Uh, thanks for the show, guys. I uh, really enjoy it. Have a good one. Yeah, I'd say that's that would be in high contrast. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a Pentecostal church. Have you? Yeah, here in Salt Lake, as in point of fact. When? And uh Oh, when I okay. So the story is I was a teenager. Okay. I was in high school. Yeah. And my friend was taking voice lessons and she said, We should all go to this church. My voice teacher says that their choir's really good. Okay. And I think she got the wrong church. Oh. And we went in there for Mormon white kids in our Sunday best, <laughs> in our Mormon Sunday best. That's girls in floral dresses, boys in suit and tie. Yeah. And we sat down in the back pew of this tiny little room. Oh, no. And were terrified for an hour. <laughs> Why did you just leave? Oh, we didn't want to do anything. We, like calling attention to ourselves in literally any way at all was the scariest thing we could think of. We literally, like if we wanted to just melt into the pew yeah. and disappear, we were shocked. <laughs> it was amazing. So, uh, so yes, it is a, it is a different world. <laughs> people were shaking people were falling to the ground yeah. it was it's it's its own i oh, mean you yeah. know they just have their own traditions it's just for fun yeah yikes no yeah that's that's far outside of my experience <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah you and i, I i've it, been to baptist yeah southern baptist yeah we went we went yeah southern baptist are together and, you know like uh that's pretty Dang foreign and foreign for a for a Mormon for a Mormon boy, yeah. I mean, it, uh, what's going on here? Yeah, right. People are sort of just. Why are people just standing randomly? Yeah. Why? I mean, just why, go going to another church is going to be weird. You know, I remember. Yeah. I I remember the first time I went to I went to my friend's bar mitzvah when I was you know a teen, yeah. a, an early teen. Yeah, and was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm very. I don't. I might hurt somebody's feelings. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this wrong. What do I do? Do I wear the hat? Do I wear the little hat? <laughs> I ended up wearing a yarmulke because you they did. had they had a bin of them, and somebody and somebody handed it to me and was like, "Yeah, it's fine." So I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll wear it." Okay. Do I do it like this? <laughs> How do I look? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, not that one. Can I have one that's more fashiony? <laughs> do you have a better one? Yeah. Hmm. Now I just now I'll just go into a church. Now I've been to so many. I've been to enough church services these days mm -hmm. that for the most part I have no problem going in and sitting in on your service. These days, are you going to churches? Oh, like when I go travel. I went oh. to I went to midnight mass in Spain. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's. It's still a bold move. Yeah, it's, it's still mass. Yeah, midnight. Nobody mass. cares. Nobody does care. That's. I mean, it's foreign, but it's tame. Yeah, that's true. Compared, although I went with a teenage one. One of the teenage girls that was traveling with us came, d decided she'd be brave and come in, and she was like really worried about it. Well, it is very. It is very foreign. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, do we have anyone to thank? We do, Dan. Okay. Uh, we have a new venerable listener. Uh-oh. Uh, I normally don't say last names. Okay. But I feel like it's an important part this uh -huh. time. Um, because um, motherfucking Summer Blaze. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, needs to be thanked. Yeah. And, and motherfucking, as, you know. Yeah. As a first name. That's a good first name. Uh, you know, you, you, you kind of need to hear that second name or the, <laughs> the, the, the last name. Sure. All right. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for signing up on Patreon. You can yeah. just go to our, if you want to join, motherfucker, <laughs> uh, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com. Click on the support tab. You can name yourself whatever you want. And you Frank can, has to say I it. have to say it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and so big thanks to everybody who's who, who has done that. Yeah, uh, we can't do this uh, without you. Uh, and as always, our top donor, our Lord and Savior, Dennis. Oh, thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate your support. Uh, more to come.
Dan. Yes. So there was the impeachment and uh-huh. Donald Trump was not removed from office. Correct. This was not a big shock to anybody. No, it would have uh, been a, it would have been a tremendous shock had he been removed. Oh my god, what the fuck would have happened? The earth would have been uh would have opened up and I mean, swallowed it, us all whole. It would have been amazing. It would have been well, it would have it been It would have been pandemonium in the streets. It would have been, been the right literally. Thing. Yeah. But I mean like I honestly think I would have run out into the street, <laughs> cheering and screaming and jumping around. Yeah, and I think there would have been a lot of people who had the same, like that reaction impulse. Yeah, and I've never ever thought that that could ever be a reaction that I would have. Yeah, to any piece of news. That's how. That's how big. That's how monumental. And that, monumental. That, that would have been. Would have been. Uh. Yeah, no. But of course, that's that's not what happened. Right. Instead, uh, as predicted, almost all of the Republicans in the Senate voted to acquit. Yeah. Uh, after after literally, uh, Mitch McConnell said that he would just he, that he wouldn't even have a fair trial. He yeah. would. He was working with the defendant on yeah. everything and would just follow whatever they wanted him. to It's do. just. Mitch McConnell's the most shameless. They're uh, all just saying the things out loud. It's what yeah. we were talking about before. He just said it was like, yeah, we knew you were going to do that, but don't say it out loud. Pretend like yeah. you're going to have a fair and honest trial. No, because they know that gets us like even more incensed. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's, it's, they they're trolls. <laughs> they are trolls, and they are elected anyway. <laughs> The sole standout. Yeah. The one person in the on the Republican side yeah. who chose to go against the party line was one Mr. Pierre Delecto himself. <laughs> Mittens Romney. I know. I the, know. The man who like has never he, had a political When did he have a spine? He never. hasn't he's never had a spine. Never. He is he is he is he swayed has, with the political winds. He has of been that party. the weather vane yeah. of that party since he started. Yeah. Deci- since he decided when, to be well, actually, when he first ran unsuccessfully against uh, Ted Kennedy. Oh, oh, in for Senate, for Senate back okay. in Massachusetts, he carved out a pro-choice. Uh, uh, position right on abortion. Yeah, that 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 he felt that Massachusetts Republicans could stomach in order to run against right. You know, a Democrat. Then right? when he was Massachusetts governor, yeah, he was the one who invented Obamacare. Yeah, but on the state level, yes, for Massachusetts. Yeah, and then and well, suddenly and then, before he was done being governor, he back paddled. On the on the stance on abortion, right? Because he knew that he wanted to run for president, right? But then he saw what that did. He knew he couldn't run again because he might lose, yeah. And so he, he didn't run again. He kept flipping and flopping, like yeah. all he's done his entire political career, yeah. is take a bold stand and then quickly apologize and say I didn't actually mean that, and yeah. what I meant was the opposite. Well, and even when he was uh, the the candidate, the Republican candidate for for the presidency, yeah, going up against Barack Obama, he st- he ran to the right. Yeah, he ran far to the right. Yeah. But because, that, but that wasn't who he was as a governor of Massachusetts. No, I mean, not at the all. man is just he pretended like he was somebody totally different. Yeah, he has been like literally the most spineless guy. Like he, but the thing is, he kept making jabs at having a spine. <laughs> he yeah. would say a thing, yeah, and then wait all the way until the next day to retract and apologize. <laughs> well, he done stabbed where he can't retract. Because he voted for, uh, he voted to convict on one of the articles of impeachment. Yeah, I know. Not both. No. But you don't need both. Just one. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. And here's the thing. Here's what you guys have to understand. We all know he's a Mormon. Yeah. Everybody knows Mitt Romney's a Mormon. Yeah. What not everybody knows, maybe if you listen to this show or a show like it, maybe you know this. There's this apocryphal idea mm-hmm. floating around in the Mormon ether, mm-hmm. sort of 
buried deep in the zeitgeist of Mormonism. Right. Called the White Horse Prophecy. Right. And this is said to be something that Joseph Smith said, but we don't have a record of him actually saying it. We didn't hear about it until after right. Smith died. Right. Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism. Right. But theoretically, what he said was, he prophesied yeah. that the U.S. Constitution would be, quote, hanging by a thread. Uh-huh. Actually, I think that's not the quote. It's like hanging from a thread or hanging as a thread or whatever. Right. Okay. Anyway, but whatever. The in sense, peril. The, the idea is there. Yeah. This the, the U.S. Constitution hanging by a thread. Yeah. And that a Mormon or the Mormons will be called upon to fix it. To save it. To, to save, save the Constitution of the, the United States. Of the United States of America. <laughs> right. Well, so far that hasn't happened. It hasn't, but Mitt has tried so hard. Well, He's tried so hard to be the one who fulfills the prophecy. Every Mormon politician that comes along is somebody's looking at them going, is that him? Is that the white horse? Is that, is that I our guy? I guarantee you nobody's looked at Mike Lee and thought that. Oh, no. That's what, how he won. No. A hundred percent. That's how he won. He was ru- basically running on the white horse ticket. No. He didn't. He beat an incumbent Republican. He beat. I thought he was. He was. That was the whole. Uh, what did they call it? There was that wave. The the, 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 the tea party. Tea party. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones. The he pe- was a tea partier. But the Mormons that voted for him were voting for their white horse because oh they could God. tell that that Bob Bennett wasn't going to be it. <laughs> so, so you really think that Mormon voters are always looking for the white horse? Always. That's, <laughs> they voted for Gary Herbert because. Uh, no, we're talking federal. The Fed, it has to be federal. It has to be federal. Okay. On the local level, like they were, you know, they were. And it pretty much has to be a senator. It, right? Probably. Because nobody thinks that, that well, Rob Bishop. Well, no, I mean, it can be, it can be a, <laughs> or, 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 or a presidential, a presidential candidate for sure. Oh, definitely a presidential candidate. I mean, but what, but I mean, we've got some like, pretty. The reason Orrin Hatch kept going back there uh, was because at some point, Somebody thought Orrin Hatch was going to be the guy. It had to be him. Right. And then he retired and ruined everything. But yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> Mitt Romney goes up to... Uh, this is his first month as a as a senator from Utah. He is the junior senator from Utah, right? He didn't, is the junior. Wasn't he inaugurated? Didn't he take the oath of office like this month? What? No, no, no. He's been around for a year, for two years. No. Romney? Yeah. Has he? I'd he's been around. He's been around. Uh, he's so milk toast. I can't even. Yeah, it's I guess been it, a little over a year. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. A little over. I think Two somewhere years. around a year. It would have to be. Yeah, a year. Yeah. God. It was anyway. Okay. He's new. He is new. He's done nothing. He has not made a wave since he's been in uh, in office. Uh, he did uh, blow out some uh, birthday candles in the most bizarre manner <laughs> oh, imaginable. That's, that's right. That's that is true, which is one by one. Yeah, which is if he, you missed the video, he picked them all up out of the cake, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and then blew them out and then resat them in the cake. It was or, the did, most, or no, he no, sat no, them he down put them on a little thing, and it was like people were just like, and this, this is one? where we really found out that he's an alien. Yeah, he had never seen a birthday cake. Yeah, before. he didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> anyway, okay, right, he's been in office for a minute. I don't. I just, I, it just feels like he's so new. Here's the thing. He's out. He is persona non grata for the entire Republican Party at this yeah. point. And and while the Democrats really respect him yeah. as, for the moment, the man is a fairly conservative Republican. Yeah. I he's mean, not a radical. He's not this new... You know, fan-fangled no. thing that we've got. No, he's not it's a Breitbart like, guy. No. He is a, but he's a George H.W. Conserv- Bush. He's a conservative man. Republican. Right? Yeah. He's a... He, he, I don't know. He's I not going to have a lot of friends in the Democratic Party. He's not going to have any friends like, anywhere so, in that. <laughs> poor guy. Like, he is he's now alone. a maverick. He is alone. And the, the, the funny thing to me is what he did... Was I mean I don't know if you saw his speech. Did you I read the transcript? 
It was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. He like actually said all of the right things, yeah. and even his his nods to his faith. He was talking about how he had to make this call. Yeah, because of his faith. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, I respected deeply, mm-hmm. and it felt sincere and honest, and in a way that we've never seen from Mitt Romney before. Well, I've right? never because seen anything feel anything other than just. Well, like, it's all some variation of I don't know what a birthday cake is. Right. Right. Like, right. It's all like just this this robot walking around experiencing life. Yeah. Always anew. Yeah. But not with a lot of wonderment. Just. Just just sort of a, bl- me, yeah. a bland sort of. I mean, tell blandness me, is his Tell is me his what hallmark. I'm supposed to believe as long as it's Republican. Right. Exactly. Right? Oh, I believe that now. Yeah. Ex- right. And so the man like found he he regrew a ball is what he's got like he's, so he's got a ball he's got a ball saying. i don't know maybe he has two the fra- frankly i, I would say what he just did requires like three or four dude like yeah like seriously he has positioned himself to Here, here's he, the thing he stood he stood up against like, like he history this was a historic moment right right this goes into the history books and the thing and is Mitt romney stood up and took a position and it's one of those moments where look it is not although it it's pretty rare where i would feel like the u.s constitution is actually could actually be considered hanging by a thread right now and that's this is that moment like right now with this president being given carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants to do yeah that feels pretty much as close as you can get to the constitution of the united states of america in sos trouble yeah and the guy that actually like was willing to stand up was willing to stand up and try and do what was right was is this Mormon guy the closest thing they'll ever get to the white horse? And let me tell you something: <laughs> the deepest, most beautiful irony of the whole thing is that the Mormons who most believe in that white horse prophecy, mm. the ones for whom this sort of folkloric second-hand prophecy means the most, right, are the ones who hate Mitt Romney right now. Oh yeah, they loathe the man he betrayed their dear leader in a way that they cannot abide and it is priceless well his so i the closest we've ever come to a white horse ever i did something i don't do today uh i got on to the church owned local church owned newspaper the Uh desert news the desert i got onto the desert news and when found the 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 romney story Uh uh-huh right and I went down to the comments because I just had to know readers of the desert news. What are they saying? And there's also kind of a thing with the desert news, which is this is a heavily moderated, like actively moderated for comment forum. Yeah. Right? Which you don't necessarily see in a lot of publications. Right. Mm, right. Also because most publications it seems have pretty much done away with their comment sections. Yeah. But because, desert news because still has it. it's a, fucking sewer yeah and the mormons on there were outraged absolutely outraged that he dared use their faith as his justification right right that that when he spoke about his faith that that's what they hated the most. They were like, that. how dare he bring our, like, this thing into it. That is not his. Wow. Right? Um, and all I could think was that, that, that here he is pointing out the deep hypocrisy of any Mormon who's, who's figured out how to be a Trumpite. Right? Yeah. If you, can, if you can figure that out. If you can square that circle. Yeah. Because it they they don't go together. No. Mormons, you you cannot you cannot like the man. You can't support him. There's nothing Trump is disgusting. 
disgusting. The pussy grabber in chief. Yeah. The paying off the, you know, a porn star. Yeah. The, that should that should appall and disgust every Mormon to the well, point and that they would never support him or vote for him. Ever. Now, they'll say that they are disgusted and appalled by that if they believe it. Right. Which he, the, the, you can't deny it because he said it out loud. But they have chosen but, to ignore it. Yeah. Right. And for Mitt Romney to call that into question using the thing that they have ignored the most to support Trump. Yeah. They were furious. I mean, these comments were every hateful thing you could imagine a an incredibly boring, you know, comment section on the tribute on the, the desert news. Right. Because there's such strict rules. There, right. Right. As hateful as they could get, they were. It was there and it was palpable and it was so angry. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. They have, be they've, they've betrayed everything. It, it, it is, it man. is a, a sign of the times indeed when all of the, I mean, Mormons tend to be, and I'm not talking about fundamentalist Mormons, but Mormons as a group tend to be fundamentalist in their nature. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and all of the fundamentalists in this country have abandoned the reality of their faith, Absolutely. the tenets of their belief yeah. for this crazy false God. Right. I just, it's, it's so easy to see it. If you're just half a step outside of their bubble. I know it's so painfully obvious and yet none of, they can't, they can't even hear themselves when they say, I would not vote for Jesus over Trump. <laughs> I know. They they can say that phrase out loud. They can make that statement out loud and they're okay with it. I know. It is nice though that they did uh put Jesus in the correct party. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even put him as like running in the primary. Yeah. Yeah. They were really like if Jesus was running against Trump in the primary, no. Which would you would think is where they would. You'd think would that they would say that Jesus was a Republican. Yeah. No. They th they know. They know. They know that, that Jesus, Jesus of the Bible was a bleeding heart liberal. Is a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> they know it. <laughs> and they've said, you know what? We don't want that. We don't want it. We reject that. We reject that. It's unbelievable. Well, the white horse prophecy came true. And the Mormons and hate him for it. <laughs> so there you go, kids. That's the world we live in today. Uh, I hope that you enjoy it. If you have any comments or questions about that, please feel free to write into us. Yeah. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the address. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and click that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. We'll let you in. Yes, indeed. Hey, speaking of that, uh, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. Thanks to Danny and Amy for being moderators in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank you, all you, of you, dear listeners, you. for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.